Hello, my fanist friends. Welcome to my podcast feed. Powered by ACAS Plus, here's a joke from my son. What did the bum say to the other bum? That's a bummer. You know, not for everyone. Uh, so, uh, look, thanks to everyone who's come to see the previews of Can I Have My Ball Back. It's been going really, really well, and uh, I'm really pleased with how the show's turning out. It's officially on tour now from Wednesday. I'll be at the Leicester Square Theatre. A couple of tickets left. Lots of press coming to that one. It'd be lovely to sell out, but there are a few other London gigs not selling as well. So if you're going to come to London... Maybe look up those other London gigs. And then this week I'll be in St Albans on Thursday, Gloucester on Friday, Chorley on Saturday, which is sold out. You can join the waiting list. And Glasgow on Sunday, two shows. I think the earlier show is sold out. Check with the venue, but the later show has some availability. Come along if you can. If you enjoy these podcasts and like them being free, then the great way to pay me back is to buy a ticket to a show or buy a download or a book from gofasterstripe.com. But you can just keep listening for free as well. That pays me back also. So, you know, no no pressure. But I'd love to see you there. If you just know me from the podcast and don't know me as a stand-up, I'm pretty good as a stand-up. It's a good show. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's only made about seven men faint so far. So, you know, are you brave enough to take the challenge? Let's sit back, relax and enjoy whichever podcast you're listening to now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello there, it's me, Richard Herring from Rahalastapa. Hope you're feeling well. Hey, I just wanted to talk to you about becoming a badger and helping us make more Rahalastapas. Look, you know about badgers, right? This is what you get already. You be, If you become a badger, you'll get access to a special area of rahalastapa.co.uk where you get dozens of video backstage interviews with guests going back years, about five minutes with everyone, and there's a new one pretty much every week. You get other video footage. My dog's just arrived. Hello there. How are you doing? You're a good girl. Uh, <laughs> you get other video extras, including stop shaking your head. I'm trying to do a serious thing, Wolfie. Uh, such a, she's just a, such a whore for the spotlight. Uh, she senses when something's been recorded and gets in on it. Other video footage, such as the Sophie Hagen Prince Andrew chat, unbleaked. We'll soon be able to do that anyway, I reckon. And stuff like video footage done by the audience, cut together of that 
um, amazing fart lighting denouement of the Rob Rouse ed- uh, episode, plus loads more. You get an ad-free RSS feed for the audio podcast. Do feel free to carry listening to the ones with adverts because that will increase our revenue. Uh, but if you don't want the adverts, you don't have to have them. You get advance notice of upcoming guests for the tour and for the Edinburgh Fringe in a secret and a secret monthly email. Uh, there's both. You get the guest announcements on the website as well you can watch my stand-up shows in the members area and there will be occasional question and answer sessions where you can ask me stupid questions and see how i like it plus all the money you give us goes towards making even more podcasts but even more excitingly if you're already paying three pounds a month or more or you want to start paying three pounds a month or more you'll get this this is an incredible member benefit it's a lovely plastic wallet made from the finest plastic Proving you're a cool kid, you can keep uh, a credit card or your Oyster card or a bus pass if you're over 65, your pensioners pass in there. Uh, you get these two amazing badges. Uh, there's uh, I'm one of the cool kids and there's a sort of, it's a bit like the Dennis and Menace fan club. We hadn't really thought of that, uh, but uh, that's me in my stripy jumper. You get this membership card. Uh, here is one. That folds out with loads of extra stuff that I can't show you. But on the front, it says I'm one of the cool kids. Uh, on the back, it says member of the Rahalastabur fan club. Uh, in the event of my death, please donate any Rahalastabur tickets. To, I have two. And then you can put the name of the person in, stick your photo in. In here, there's the rules of being a Rahalastabur fan club member. There's some emergency questions. There's also a secret code so you can communicate with other <laughs> members without anyone knowing what you're saying. Uh, if you pay £3 a month, you get this pack. If you pay £5 a month, you'll get a gold badge instead of a red one. If you pay £10 a month, you'll get a platinum badge. It's coloured platinum. It's not made of platinum. Um, and uh, you don't get anything extra apart from those cool badges. It's just what you think the podcasts are worth. We may, over the years, start sending you some extra presents uh, the more you give, uh, it's nice to send some stuff out. So if you want to join, uh, go to rehearsper.co.uk or to gofasterstrike.com slash badges. Choose whether you want to be a £3, £5, £10 or whatever, however much you want to pay. You can put £100 a month in if you want. Um, and uh, all your money will, of course, go to making more content for you to enjoy. So nobody is a loser. Uh, and if you can't afford to pay, don't worry. Everything will continue to be free um, via the usual feeds. That's why we do it. The people who can afford to pay can pay. Uh, it's nice that they get a little bit extra, but there's not too much extra there. So thanks for listening to this, and I will see you again soon, my fan friends on Rahalastabur. Hey there, this is a special Rahalastabur from the Great Yorkshire Fringe with Rebecca Callard. Uh, if you want to see us live, we're at the Edinburgh Fringe from the 2nd to 25th of August, not Mondays, doing Rahalastabur with guests including Tony Law, John Robbins, Richard Osman, Sarah Kendall, uh, Lucy Beaumont, Jen Brister, looking forward to that one, Tommy Tiernan, some fantastic guests coming up, more to be announced. Go to richtown.com slash rahalastapata slash tour and you can find out about that or richtown.com slash gigs if you can't remember that longer version. And come and see us. We're in Richmond, Bristol, Leicester and Brighton in September and then it carries on right through the autumn and to into December with more and probably into 2020 as well. Please book and see us. Lots of tickets to sell for nearly all these gigs. Bristol and Newcastle, I think, are pretty close to selling out, but lots of big theatres. And Edinburgh, I've sold an average of 82 tickets exactly per show, which isn't bad, except the venue is 400 seats. So it would be lovely to sell some more there. So do come along, tell your friends, spread the news, 
And there will be free audio podcasts of all those 21 shows out on this feed daily throughout August. So look out for that. Now, let's sit back, relax and enjoy Rahalastabha. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Great Yorkshire Fringe. Please welcome a man who is doing this podcast at the Newtown Theatre in the Edinburgh Fringe at 1.30pm daily, not Mondays. Details at richardherring.com. It's Richard Herring! Hello, York! Lovely to be back. Thank you very much for having me back where I belong, where I came from nearly... Uh, welcome to uh, Richard Herring's Lighting Smelly Trumps podcast. Uh, if you don't know if you listened to the uh, Rob Rouse episode quite recently, where that ended up being what happened at the end of the well, we attempted at the end of the show. So we thought we just uh, you got to find a new gimmick with every podcast. So that's just we're going to get guests on and try and light their farts. That is just the that's that the it's an hour of that. I didn't tell uh, Rebecca that was what was going to happen, but I uh, hope she's got some ready. Thank you to Joe Baker for providing that acronym. Although I was talking to the York City fan club uh, the other day, uh, and he calls it Rehalastapus. So I don't know if that's going to catch on there. A little diss to York City there. Did you get that? It was a little diss. But it's fantastic news, isn't it, this year? York City have not been relegated for the first... I think the first time in their history. I think that's the first... There was an open bus, top bus ride through the city for the team for coming ninth or 11th or whatever they did <laughs> in whatever league we're in now. It's, um, it's going to be... It's, this, this is the season, right? This is the season where we get back to the glory of being just in the, the best non-league <laughs> league. We beat Bolton, but, you know, they haven't got any players. So it's fine. Um... But uh, lovely back in York. Uh, I, uh, I'll just say at the start, uh, thanks. I hope you've got a programme at the beginning. That's uh, a gift from me to you, as usual, the audience here at, uh, in, the, in the theatre. Uh, I do, at the end of the show, make a collection for Scope, as I have done for many years now. Uh, and so if you feel that programme's worth something you'd like to donate, the, at the end of the show, the ushers will have some buckets. Please uh, uh, give generously. You can do it by text now as well, if you're looking. It's very exciting. So you can pretend you're giving money and then not. So, yeah, I, te- I texted it in. We've had £15 so far in texts from the two gigs. A lot of people lying to me. Uh, and I will be just outside in the rainy bar. Uh, if you would like to buy a copy of Emergency Questions, at a knockdown price of £10, because we're bringing out a new version. So it's uh, trying to get rid of the ones I've got left. Uh, and so what else has happened to me? Uh, oh, the, the, uh, it's, it's very hot. This one is going to go almost immediately, so I can do some topical material. It's been very hot, hasn't it? And the, uh, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, uh, the Metro newspaper uh, put some advice in uh, to not put ice lollies up your vagina. That is uh, <laughs> that's some advice, which is good for me, because uh, I now have a new emergency question. It was going to be my first question. <laughs> the emergency question. Obviously, you mustn't do it, but if you had to, if you had to... So get thinking about that backstage, Rebecca, because that is your first question, and I've <laughs> not got much else to talk about. Uh, and um, uh, I've, re- I've discovered I'm shorter than I thought I was. I, uh, I got measured the other day. I thought I was 170 centimetres, a pure, pure man. Uh, I'm 168 centimetres tall, which is uh, bad news. I thought, oh, that would be good for my uh, BMI, but of course it's not. It's the other, and it? it would be better if I was taller. <laughs> I'm now a beast again. I was, I'd, I'd, I'd become, I thought I wasn't a beast, and I thought I was just overweight, and I was so happy. 
But now I'm 168 centimetres. I am now back to being a beast. So I'm going to have to do some work on that. Right. Uh, so look, we're going to crack on. We've got a fantastic guest uh, for you uh, this week. You're much better than last week. So I don't know. She's probably she's probably best. Now. We're doing this at 6 p.m. on a Friday night, so it's a weird time for the, the York audience. So many of them have still managed to get drunk, though, in that time. <laughs> and thanks to whoever it was who set their car alarm off to, to go on all the way through <laughs> through this podcast. That's just a nice little irritant for the audio files. There'll be audio files at home furious about that. And now I've pointed out they won't be able to hear anything but that. I hate, I hate the audio files. What they do to audio is disgusting. She'll be locked, she'll be locked up. She is probably, she's probably best known as the narrator of Greg's More Than Meets the Pie. That is meat spelled M-E-A-T-S. It's a very clever. Do you know the, the founder of Greg's is actually called Ian Greg's as well, which for fans of mine will blow your mind. He genuinely is. Will you please welcome Rebecca Callard, ladies and gentlemen. Here she is. Tiny, tiny Rebecca. Can you see her? She's not, she's not, she's right at the front of the stage, sirs. How tiny she is. Come on in. Welcome, sit down. Hi. Oh, it's quite hard to walk on stage with ice in your vagina. <laughs> it's <laughs> not ice. Can you cut that bit? I'm a classical actor. There you are. I'm going to ask you that question first. If you had to put an ice lolly in your vagina, if you had to... Because it's fair enough I ask that to a woman. You know, I ask men lots of rude questions. I'm very polite to women generally. I've never really met Rebecca before, so I'd like the first interaction. <laughs> if you had to choose one, which one would you put? Don't do it. You mustn't do it. A twister? Yeah, the twister's good. <laughs> Ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> I'm never going to work again. <laughs> Honestly, this will be a whole new... A whole, a whole new... Yeah, probably not a good career move, actually. <laughs> be a new career for you um you won't get the twister commercial anymore maybe or maybe you will we get the voiceover for that uh let's talk mainly for the next hour about greg's more than meets the pie the pun uh, yeah well the whole the whole job which i would never have found out about if when we were direct messaging about this you said are you going to you said are you going to mention greg's more than meets the pie oh come on that's uh, come on we don't want to irritate the audio files that much and like someone's bought like an actual home phone with them. That wasn't a mobile phone. In Yorkshire, they've just got the they've got a very long lead. I'm not paying I'm not putting in for that mobile phone contract. Got a perfectly good phone at home. Just get two miles. Actually quite a good Yorkshire accent, don't I? So it's um, um, what was it about more than uh, Greg's more I never saw Greg's more than meets the pie. Did anybody see it? Wow, they love it. Of course they did. Oh, no, actually, York's very classy. It was a documentary about Greg's and the factories and the people that work in the shops. Yeah. I think there was maybe some done in York, but there was uh, quite heavily featured in Newcastle, the people that worked in Newcastle, and one in Westfield Shopping Centre as well. I am from Yorkshire. Just pointing that out. (laughs) So that you like me. (laughs) That's good. And uh, was it... do you have any uh, input to the title? More than meets, more than meets the pie. No. More than meets the pie. <laughs> did he? No. Did Ian Greggs come in and say, "I want it to be called Greggs"? I did it in a pie. room without yeah. a window for about eight hours okay. each time I did it. I don't know what that means. Or do you represents. like Greggs a lot, or did I'd just... never? I know you're not going to believe wow. me, but I'm going to tell the truth. Yeah. Because it's really important too. I had never had a Greggs wow. when I was doing it. 
And I've had one now. Have you? A lot. Yeah, have you had a lot? So it turned, it turned yeah. you into a Greg's addict. Yeah, because I saw how they were made. Yeah. And was it okay, the way they make them? Yeah, it's great. Okay. There was, a, there was a, a terrifying episode when the sausage roll factory, that doesn't sound right, yeah. broke down. Right, the whole factory broke the down. The whole factory <laughs> broke down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, it was quite scary, hair-raising. Okay. It's uh, more than meets the pie. It sort of implies Ian Gregg is doing something else other than putting meat in those pies. That's what, that's what I'm <laughs> worried about. And this is the last scene is just Ian Gregg's no. wanking into a sausage roll. <laughs> and looking at the camera That's going, the yeah, vegan sausage yeah. roll. <laughs> it's good that's job. what it's, you're all buying. It's a good, jo- it's a good job. That's the vegan sausage roll is really nice. Yeah. Not because of that. <laughs> I don't think that's officially vegan if you do. <laughs> They're not allowed to eat honey. I mean, I don't think they well, can eat... Well, humans are vegan, they aren't they? Can, uh, humans humans, are, humans human, are vegan, but you... Yeah, it's not an animal, is it? But you can't eat... You can't eat the, the, uh, any animal product. But they're not animals, they're humans. Well, a human is an animal. What do you mean? Well, so, are you saying a vegan could eat a human being if they wanted? Yes! That's totally they're, they're different. Not, they're not an animal. What's your problem, Hitler? <laughs> Um, now, I don't think you can eat any product that's come out of any kind of living organism. I know, it's just animals. So, well, it's not because bees aren't animals, they're insects, and you can't eat honey. If you're, Insect, so, any animals, moving, any so living food. thing, including human beings, <laughs> if, someone, if you're a vegan and someone says, Would you I like to eat. I just understood what a vegan is. Would now. you like to eat a vial of my jism I have here? <laughs> you have to go, No, I would love to, but I, my beliefs mean I cannot. Well, that's why I pretend to be vegan whenever that happens. Whenever right. There's a guy who always comes to the gigs in York. He says, can you drink a vial of my jism? And I say, no, because I'm a vegan. I'm not. Yeah. But he, he doesn't. Oh, God, I've given it You're not a vegan. One. You're a liar. Well, anyway, it's, it's, it's good. I wish I had seen it. Greg's more than meets the pie. Okay, can we? I, I really just it's wanted, on YouTube. I want to talk about it. for. I couldn't be bothered to do that. I'm not, I'm not going to that level of research. Um, I'd really like to talk about it for an hour. I just don't Wait, think... I can do that if can you want. You? Okay. What it else was, have you got? It was called More Than Meets <laughs> the Pie because it was about the workers. Yeah. So it was more than meets the eye. Yeah, no, I got that yeah, pun. Yeah, no, I got, you that, got, that, it. I got oh, that. right. <laughs> it's like a double pun because a pie is meat, a meat pie has meat in it. So it's yeah. more than meets the eye and meets the pie. I, I think that. they I didn't make a second series level. because they couldn't come up with another pun. Okay. They could have just kept that one. Yeah, to, to more than meets the, the pie, pie too. Too. American Pie too, the wedding or whatever yeah. it was called. And, and more than meets the pie, the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the reunion. Yeah, they should have done that. It just yeah. increasingly getting. W- they should leave it because the first American Pie was good. I did get a nasty tweet about about it. About what? More than meets the pie. Yeah, somebody tweeted me and said, um, "At Rebecca Callard, your voice on that Greg's documentary is so whiny. I want to." <laughs> <laughs> Here. I want to cut my own ears off. Wow. Hashtag thank God for subtitles. That's not nice. Also, if you cut your ears off, you'd still be able to hear. You ha- you'd have to cut oh, your yeah. ears out. Yeah. Cut- just cutting off the pinners would mean it would just be harder to hear, but you would still be capable of hearing. These are, it's, in- it's internal. Thank you. Did somebody say my voice was nice? Yeah, no, lady, you didn't say that, did you? This lady said you have a nice voice. Thanks. I mean, I make a lot of money. Not a lot of money. <laughs> not a lot of money. <laughs> I pay my flat mortgage 
from my voice. So. I wouldn't say it was whining. Maybe you were whining in more than meets the pie. Go, oh, no. Well, I had to ham well, up, ham up my pie. accent. Maybe you're doing that. I haven't, yeah, I haven't maybe. watched it. It was more like uh, the sausage factory. Oh, it is quite whiny. Yeah. The sausage factory has broke. No, that's mank. Yeah. No, no, hold on. <laughs> the sausage factory is broken down. No, that's not right either. You can't, it's not very good. Donuts. If, you can't do, if you're an actor and you can't do your own accent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know who I so, am You're so in character with whatever character you're working on now, you can't be yourself. Well, the thing is, I play a lot of Manx, even yeah. though I'm from Yorkshire. Okay. So. I mean, it's the same thing, isn't it, basically? <laughs> they both like roses. That's, that's what it is. You should look at the positives. Yeah, that's what it Just is. Just disagreeing about the colour of a I'm rose actually a Leeds fan, to... and my son is a Man United fan. Yeah. I'm a York City fan, so I win in York. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's go back to the beginning of your life. 22 years I was years trying ago. to travel. <laughs> Well, the beginning of your career, you've been, you are, you were telling me backstage you're working on a sitcom about ex-child actors, but you've been working in, in the acting profession for, since you were eight. eight. Yeah, eight years old. Your mother was an actor. Yeah, is uh, an actor. And is an actor. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so you, was it, was it? So I'm 44 now, so what's yeah. that? That's ages. Know. I'm an actor, so I can't do yeah. maths. 36. Six. <laughs> yeah, 36. Yeah, it's a long time. Didn't know there'd be, I didn't know there'd be a test. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a long time acting. Yeah. And you've acted pretty much constantly through that time. Yeah, I've had some is, bouts of not working. Yeah. By your own choice, though, right? You just turned work. No, no, work some actual work. forced upon me okay. not acting. What was your, was Old Creatures Great and Small your first TV job? No, my first TV job was a thing called um, My Brother Jonathan. Mm. Um, it wasn't a question. W uh, with Daniel Day-Lewis. Wow. Yeah, that was my first job when I was eight. That's pretty good. It was just that I had a, to have a tracheotomy in that. Right. That's all I remember. Was it to stop your whining voice? <laughs> yeah. <spoiling> it? <laughs> it didn't work. No. Hashtag. That's very exciting. Uh, well, I can believe you were, were you in All Creatures Great and Small with Christopher Timothy, that version of... Uh, yeah. That doesn't seem possible that you could be... That's, that's, as, that's as bizarre to me as... Um, uh, the guy from The Simpsons being in... Uh, Harry Shearer. Harry Shearer being in uh, Abbott and Costello. It just doesn't seem like that would be possible. Me or Christopher Timothy? Uh, for you to be... You know, it seems like a long time ago, All Creatures Great and Small. I mean, right. it was. You were eight years old, but yeah. it feels like it would predate even that. It seems like... We used to watch that a lot. We like, I'm looking at the more... The, the, this guy's old enough. There's definitely... <laughs> this guy, I'm not sure he's bald, but he's probably still not old enough. That's the thing. So you can't just... You can't just go on the lack of hair. You have to look at their face and work out how old they are as well. Because sometimes, like, a 25-year-old can go bald like this guy. It's, just, it's sad. <laughs> it's sad. <laughs> look at that. Look at that, mate. 52. I've got early menopause, so I'm go probably going bald as we speak. Oh. Well, that's not... Somebody went to whoop about early menopause <laughs> then. <laughs> yes, menopause. Oh. Well, that's, you know, that's all right, isn't it? Uh, I'm look on, looking on the bright side. Don't need to turn, turn the central heating up in winter. Yeah, exactly. Can't get pregnant again. That's true. Yeah. I mean, that could be bad. That's quite dark, Richard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you, the you menopause word just stops... Yeah. Any joy. It does. It sucks the joy out I of everything. I did my best to get a joke out of it. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to keep trying now. I'll, 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 I'll leave it. Um, but people will probably remember you. Well, it actually wasn't one of your early roles. You, you were playing younger than you and you were in The Borrowers. Yeah. 
Uh, you played Ariati. 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 Ariati clock. Yes. I've got an emergency question about the borrowers. Have you? Yeah, which, which most people don't know the borrowers well enough to answer the question. Don't they? But you d really know about the borrowers because you were in the borrowers. Yeah. If you had to have one of the borrowers put up your ass. <laughs> this is generally one of my emergency questions. Have you got any questions, questions that aren't about up No, well, that's different than the other one was up your vagina. That's a very different question. Right, right. That's quite so Charles Bukowski, isn't it? Yeah. There's only two things that orifices I can think of. And what do people uh, usually one? say? Well, they don't know the names of the borrowers, but you know which. If you had to put one of their characters, not one of the actors, one of their, ca the characters from the borrowers, because they're small, aren't they? You can put six the, inches. They, they six are, inches. Yeah, That's not that small, to be fair, is it's it? Small. It's well. Not for the bottom. Well, you'd be lucky to get. You'd be lucky to get anything smaller. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of bigger things can go up there than six inches. I don't. I wouldn't know. If you had to put one of the borrowers up there, that's what we're talking about. Probably myself, Was just it? so okay. that, yeah. Just so you could see. Not me, Ariety. Ariety, so yeah. she could, what would she borrow no, up there? No, because actually she's a child, that's not fair. <laughs> the, gr the grandma borrower. <laughs> oh my God, this is my worst nightmare. You listen to the show. I listen to the show. I'm a huge fan. I know, so you knew what I was I don't coming. really understand why you've asked me to come on. Because be you are a big fan of the show. I'm a big fan of you. I think you're a fantastic actor. Yeah, but I'm not a comedian. Well, have you ever not had a I've funny had person of, on? I've had lots of people who aren't funny Intentionally. On. I've, had, I've had lots of comedians on who aren't funny. Uh, yeah, but that's it's, what it's I mean, not, It's not necessarily... Did you uh, think you'd try and bring a bit been, of class? Been, uh, Thanks. No. Thanks. You're my biggest fan. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say class, no. No. I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say that was thinking. I think you're very good. I think you're very funny. You're very funny in the Detectorists. Detectorists. Hey, hey, Detectorists. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've seen you do lots of funny things. And I've, I've seen you on Twitter, which you're no longer I've on. I've got another nasty tweet about Detectorists, actually. Go on, tell me about your just nasty tweet. Just saying you that. You mustn't let these tweets get to you. They're no, not, I haven't. I don't think you can, you can tell that it's not been there constantly. I tell um, you, when you come and see the kind of people who tweet, which is just look into the audience... <laughs> Suddenly go, why was I worrying about what that guy thinks about anything? Look at him. Um, no no offence, mate, but, you know, I did have a look around the whole audience and it was still you. Well, I think he looks... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't not care what he thinks, but I don't care if he, you know, if he doesn't like something. He didn't, didn't, I do, he didn't I care. He didn't like the joke where I took the piss out of him. I don't care. I think he did like I, it. I He's still he laughing. He, he loves it. He looks kind. He, I know he him. He looks like a kind it. person. Shame on you. <laughs> But you shouldn't care about one... You know, I've heard this about the about Detectorist. One per, you've got lots of plaudits about Detectorist. It was a charming, amazing, very funny, beautiful series. You're a wonderful addition to the third series. That's the best series of it, and which isn't always the case with... Uh, and the Christmas special, come on. And the Christmas special. And so you, you don't take one person tweeting you. I do. Yeah, well, so what do they say? Um, Whiny voice, obviously. That <laughs> <laughs> I was stiff. You are stiff. Yeah. yeah you're not I was stiff. pretty stiff in it, to be fair. Well, yeah, the more I think about that tweet, which is sort of all the time, yeah. the more I think I was stiff. Yeah. I, don't see, I don't think you were. I think it didn't come back yeah. because I was so stiff I in don't, it. I think they kind not of that of I'm a narcissist. I think they kind of ended it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you might have had a borrower up your bum. That might be that. Yeah. That might have been what it was. That's what <laughs> it was. That's going to put anyone off. <laughs> I don't think you were stiff. Thanks. I think you was, it was it. Because it, it's... It's a, it's a very interesting sitcom, and it's, um, we'll talk about this now. We'll get this out of the way. Okay. Uh, because it's about sort of freakish 
the guys in there, the detectorists are sort of freaks, but they're not really. They're just regular. Nerds. They're just nerds, but they're actually just regular people, and you don't yeah. see that very much on television now. No, that's true. So, so someone like Mackenzie Crook, you know, who is so hideously ugly, isn't he? He's like that. <laughs> No. But they've actually had to make him look... When he's, he's doing words or comments, you know, they've had to make him look less like a scarecrow to get, no. the, to get the... They've had to take down the scarecrow because he looks too much like a scarecrow to be... He is not ugly at all. <laughs> See, this is where, if you had a comedian, yeah. they'd bounce back with no, you no, about you, that. No, you have. that's your job. You have to say that he isn't ugly, otherwise it would be a terrible thing. That <laughs> Mackenzie Crook is a fan of this podcast as well. That's why he came on. He definitely and, isn't and, ugly uh, in any way. Uh, no, he's, he's good. I've sat, I've sat next to him and he's beautiful. He's done this, this podcast, he hasn't has, he? Yeah, yeah. I was only joking about oh, it. Right. I just like to try and no, I know. I know, burn my I bones with anyone who's been in the office at any point. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't manage to do it to his face, so... I was just doing a little joke about Mers Wurzel coming. Sorry, Toby I'm so Jones, though, I mean, he is ugly. Uh, and <laughs> there's, no, there's no denying that. But they're just regular looking guys. And, yeah. and so it's a, it's a lovely, heartwarming thing to see. Re- you know, regular people on TV, I think, is, is a wonderful thing. Yeah, I don't think I would have been in it otherwise. I think, but I think you know, you brought some Hollywood glamour to. Well, I've not had my teeth done. No. So that's pretty regular, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but it's, it's, it was a lovely role. So what, uh, what was your favourite thing about working on the detectorist? <laughs> what a terrible question. Working with Toby Jones. Was it? Yeah, he's nice and he's yeah. ugly. He's not ugly. Okay. He's, not, he's not that much taller than me, actually. Is he not? No, which is nice to he's stand next to someone and feel pretty he's, tall. He's doing all right, and he's doing all right. With I think he does work occasionally, yeah. yeah. He's doing okay. No, he's, he's wonderful. I'm only, I'm only teasing, I'm only joking. Um... But uh, well, I was—I I read about you. You're being quite well behaved, I, I think. am. So, well, you think You're a bit scared so of me, aren't you? I'm very scared of it. It's like you and Kay Mella, who you work with. Yeah. I was very scared of Kay Mella. Were you? Yeah. She is classy, I was, though. I was very—I was very polite to Kay Mella. I wouldn't have asked her about putting ice lollies up for John. I, Certainly not first question. No, I know. I just think I'll regret that forever. No, you won't. It's fine. It's, it all reflects badly on me. Yeah. Because that's an, that's a charmless way to behave. Yeah, that's why people. That's why these people are here. They like yeah, to see yeah. me being uncharming. Yeah, and then I try and dig my way out of it for the rest of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. The first half, I'm just trying to be as rude as possible, and then yeah. I think I'm being pretty gentle. By the end, they have to uh, like me. But no, I read when you were in Fearless with Michael Gambon, you were you well, you were it, he was in the show, but you were glad you didn't work with him because you would have been badgering him about Harry Potter. Yeah, because my youngest son is a massive. Well, he's not necessarily now because now he likes drill music. What? Okay. Do you know what drill music is? Um, so he was a massive Harry Potter fan, and he would have just made me get lots of selfies with him and stuff. But was that for him, or were you, or were you intimidated by... Because that's sort of interesting. You think you've worked with people throughout your whole... You start working with Daniel Day-Lewis. That's your number one job. And um, uh, um, Judy Dench you worked with very yeah. early on as well, on, on, on the, on, on the yeah, stage. Yeah, Kate Winslet, people yeah. are... So you've met, some names you've met all there. these... You've met all these famous people, so you're not genuinely personal. That was about your children rather yeah, than Yeah, but you. that's the thing. When it comes to my children and trying to please them <laughs> and make me appear cool, then I'll yeah. do anything. So yeah. I would have embarrassed myself with him, yeah. but I didn't have any scenes with him. Oh. So He seems like a nice guy. I think he'd have liked I it. I didn't have any scenes with him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd have been up for it. He looks like a nice he'd guy. He'd have been up for it. Yeah. Bit of I don't know. Some people don't like that, do they? No. Do you like people going on about the Greg's thing all the time? I love it. Yeah, see, some people like it. Yeah. Some people enjoy it and some people don't like it. It's, it's interesting. Um, uh, let's talk about Bonjour La Classe. 
which was one of its... Anyway, who remembers Bonjour La Classe? Nobody will remember that. Yeah, I sort of vaguely remember it. And Nigel Planer was in it. Is that someone waving about it, or are you just hot? It's, 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 You're just hot. it's okay. painfully hot in here. They've made it... It like is quite a, hot. It is kind of exciting. Um, <laughs> that, was a, that was a fairly early role. It was a sitcom about school. Yeah, about a teacher, Nigel Planer. Nigel Planer, t- post-young ones. Yeah. Yeah. So he'd been in the young ones, and then he went. Became. Was it like mind your language or not? Like, do you remember mind your language? No, I don't know what that is. Oh, you're too young for mind your language. But you were in all creatures great and small. It doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't make sense. Um, mind your language was about a language. I don't think you could do it anymore. But maybe once Boris Johnson's been prime minister for a, few, a while, we'd be able to bring it back. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, one of my favourite shows. It was about a man teaching um, Barry Evans. I think was that his name, the actor. Uh, he, uh, he had a very sad life. I looked him up on Wikipedia. Oh. He's no longer with us, I think, anymore. Um, he was a very baby-faced teacher of uh, people learning English as a uh, basically immigrants who'd come over to England to learn English in a night class. Uh, and I, I can't really say much more about it than that. <laughs> I generally there was a French one uh, who played by Francoise Pascal, who was lovely, who was one of my first crushes, and she once tweeted me, and I was so happy. About really. That. Yeah. Uh, and then everyone else we can't read. The French one, oh, that, I'm French. Oh, hello. There was a man from that India. There was a man <laughs> from Pakistan. There was... Uh, we can't really talk about them too much. There was... They didn't like each this other. They didn't great. get on. There was an Italian man. Uh, pr- so it was all about language. Pizza. <laughs> it was about... So it was a sort of like carry-on sitcom with stereotypes like that that you could do in 1975. So right. Bonjour La was not like that about... I don't think it was that bad no. but I think it was similar I was a sexy this is what it said in the script I was a sexy teenage mm-hmm. sexy person yeah, it was a different time <laughs> who I think I tried to get off with him in um, what are those cupboards called in schools cupboards <laughs> school cupboards school with, cupboards no with thing you know with yeah a stock cupboard a stock Stationary cupboard. Co- no, they've Stationary got cupboard. mops in. This could, no, look, we've got a good new game here now. What is what? <laughs> people are loving. This is the. This is we've hit gold here. This audience this suddenly come alive. <laughs> yeah. <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of cupboard was it? Was it a roll down shutter cupboard with a roll down shutter on it? A, yeah. Broom a, cupboard. A, it had brooms in, and it was had, it like but, in Lion Witch in the Wardrobe? If you went in, it you would go to Narnia. It was. It was oh. maybe that bit. No, that's a wardrobe. Okay. I know the difference between a cupboard oh, and a wardrobe. I took it too far. It had a bucket in it and a yeah, bucket cloth. cupboard. That is a bucket. The bucket and cloth cupboard. Yeah, that, that janitor's cupboard, cupboard Janitor. uh, caretaker's cupboard. I don't think you say janitor in this country. No, do you? no. no. Um, stop. What's the word I'm looking for? Of the man that the caretaker's cupboard. <laughs> that's the that's the title of this podcast. I've <laughs> got that sorted out. I'll write that down so I I remember. Caretaker's cupboard. So I tried to get off with him. I'm just the car alarm stopped. You tried to get off with Nigel Planer in the the caretaker's cupboard? Not me. Okay. My character. The character, not Nigel Planer then, presumably. Or was it the... I can't remember whether he did get off with me or not. Because things are sketchy when you have the menopause. Um... (laughs) Things are sketchy, yeah. full stop, really. Well, it's me. a long time ago. Yeah, I was 16. Yeah. Nigel Plano was about 42, wasn't he? How old is he now, then? He's like 90, isn't is he? he? Yeah, he's very, very old. I haven't heard much from him. Have you not? You should have him on your show. I should. I love Nigel Plano. 
Yeah. I once nearly bought his house when his... He, my, uh, my terrible ex-girlfriend I was talking to about used to write with his ex-wife and then they were selling that house and I nearly bought it, but then I didn't because it was... Because it didn't have five bedrooms. It was too far away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it probably did have five bedrooms. And an annex. Stop talking about things we talked about backstage. <laughs> <laughs> You're destroying... It's got a five-bedroom house. So I, can, I, can, I can edit that out. I live, I live in very humble circumstances. <laughs> In Hertfordshire. <laughs> in Hertfordshire. <laughs> Lucky you. Just down the A1. You can come and visit if you want. Okay. You don't know where Orpington is, which is where I'm moving That's to. That's where you're moving to, Orpington. Have you heard of Orpington? Anyone? Kate Bush is from Orpington. Oh, is she? Yeah, I think so. Oh. oh. She's from Streatham. So now did she, go to, she did a shop in Orpington once or something like that. She went to a you can't get You can't pull the fast one on my audience. They are, <laughs> no, she's from Streatham. They're like, they are uh, super uh, clever, your audience. To, I know that. We went through a period where they weren't a human Wikipedia, but now they really are. Right. Apart from cu- cupboard-based things, they have struggled with a bit more. Right. No, it's like a Google for cupboards. It's yeah, just yeah. Every, they'll mention every kind of cupboard. I, I'm still not happy with was Caretaker's it, cupboard. It, like, it is something else, okay. but it'll come to me later. Okay. Well, it's it's what, the, what the episode's called now, so we can't, go, we can't go back on it. Caretaker's cupboards. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. What are we talking about? Orpington. Uh, yeah, Orpington, Nigel Planer. Uh, there's two Gregs in Orpington on the there? high street. I mean, there's Gregs everywhere. No, there's two Gregs within like 500 meters, would you say? A hundred metres. But if you go to Glasgow, there are generally, there's genuinely a Greg's every no, 25 metres, I would say. No, but if you've just got one high street... You can literally, you can't, you know, you, you, if, you, if you go a bit giddy, if you haven't had a pasty in ten steps, you're safe in Glasgow. Because <laughs> there is a, though, a, generally, there's a Greg's No, but there's a Greg's, street. a Wilco's, and then a Greg's. Right. Yeah. So it's like a Wilco sandwich. Let's go. Sausage roll. <laughs> 
I was trying to think of more than meets the pie pun about Wilco's, but no, it's not going to happen. I'll, gonna I'll, happen. I'll, I'll edit in later. There's a Wilco's in uh, Scarborough, actually, that I really love. Is there? Yeah. I, I don't know much about Wilco's. Tell me about Wilco's. What does that You can sell? get anything in a Wilco's. Is it like, the, is it like a hardware store? Is it the kind of place you could buy a... a you can, care- can't you? Is it the kind of place you'd stock your caretaker's cupboard from? Is that where Yes. Yeah. yeah, you can get anything from there. Pillows, cushions, mops, rubbers, yeah. sweets, fizzy drinks... Are you doing? A, are you doing? Are you doing a voiceover for a new documentary about? <laughs> no, because then I'd use my voiceover voice. <laughs> the think. whiny one, yeah, the whiny yeah. one. We've got to think of a pun for the Wilco's one. Maybe I could get that gig from. I don't think they've got an advert on the telly though. Wilco's. They should no. have. Wilco's. Well, they've got this uh, podcast, which is t- turning into an advert <laughs> for them and Greg's. <laughs> Greg's is worth it. Wilco's is worth it too, but Greg's is super worth it. Okay. I've never said super like that before. Well, can you edit that out? No, I can't. I said I'd edit anything out. I'm not going to edit anything out. I'm going to ask you some emergency Do you remember questions. when I texted you and said, yeah. ask me not clever emergency questions? Just whatever comes oh, up. Oh, God. Rebecca. I know, I know. I know the format, but I thought maybe for me you'd... What thing do you most regret destroying with fire? Um... Pictures of myself. I got I very drunk. I knew, I knew this would be. I knew this you would knew get. Be I knew this would get to the heart. It's not funny. I, t- no, I did tell not, you not to never, have me on, and that I'm not funny. funny. It's never funny destroying with fire, is it? That's not a funny question. <laughs> That's a question where we find out at the heart something at the heart of you that yeah. you've destroyed for some reasons, and we're going to find out. So, pictures of yourself doing what? Just or, uh, like a few albums, you know, like um, not the sleeves photos. with photos in. I don't, can't remember the words. For anything. That's okay. We're, we're, it's, good, it's a good guessing game for everyone else. You know, you know sleeves? Yeah. <laughs> with photos in. Yeah. Fo- Do you know <laughs> photo what I mean? albums. Like um, those. Yeah, photo yeah. albums with the, with no, the plastic sleeves the inside. Yeah, but you the, can get those. It's still, like a, it's still like an album, but it's just with the sleeve version inside. Yeah. That's what We don't need to go into Envelopes. depth on that. I guess for the younger viewers, we may, listeners, we may need to. This, That's l- what this, I thought. This, the lady here probably doesn't know what a photograph is, like a printed. <laughs> why are you putting your selfies in an album? What's going on? It's just on your phone. Someone's leaving there really cross about their photos. He does look cross. I think he's sexually excited about the idea of being in a, in a car, uh, caretaker's cupboard with you. That is my, <laughs> that is my, that's my guess. He's coming back. He's going for a wee. The people of York have very small bladders. That is uh, something I've inherited. It's only them. been ten minutes, though. It's not. It's been like way longer. You has know, it? It's, yeah, it's been going for ages. Really? Yeah, really it goes so end. fast, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it goes so fast. fast. Actually, we haven't got. We haven't got. We got. I've got so much to talk to you about. We shouldn't be wasting our time trying to describe photos. photo albums to each other. <laughs> Because, you know, we can do that in our spare time. Yeah. So I destroyed, like, four or five Why? of them. I was, well, well, what, it was a long time life. ago. I yeah, was drunk and in a self-hating mood and just thought, That's I'm going to burn all the pictures of myself and then woke up the next morning. That's to so bad. Because also, did you have the negatives? I bet you didn't have the negatives. Or did you burn the negatives as well? That's it. Then those days No, I took gone. the pictures out. Yeah. I don't remember doing it one by one because I don't remember doing it. I just but remember. Was it, like... Photos from an old style camera, so they're with the negatives. Yeah. So you, if you burn I had the, neg- the negatives. Oh, you've got well, that's all right. Doesn't matter, isn't it? Yeah, no, true. <laughs> Get them done again. I burnt all. So it's it's a. I burnt all my the art I did at school because I hated art. Oh. And I regret that now. Are I you good like at art? No, I was terrible at it. So it was a good. That's it was, why I it burnt was it. The then. best thing, but it, I burnt it because it was a. Sig- it symbolised my failure. I was good at school except at art. Right. And so oh, the minute I got all of my a big folder of art home and I just burnt it in the fire laughing because I was glad that I destroyed it. 
but you know, now I look back and go, it was nice to look at those terrible pictures I drew yeah. and see how bad I see how bad I actually was. I felt like that yeah. about myself. Yeah, but burning photos is uh, terrible of yourself. It's not even like it's meant to be bad luck as well, isn't it? I don't know about that, but it's it's. Like, if you've been in a relationship with someone, you rip up photos with them and, and discard them. But to do it to yourself... Yeah, Because you're dark. in a relationship with yourself for the rest of your life. True. <laughs> it's intense, isn't it? It is. You should love yourself a lot more. You are, you are lovely. I've met you for a, a little while backstage. Five minutes. I've seen you on telly pretending to be other people. And yeah. I, they all seem nice. And <laughs> I've met loads of actresses, and uh, you're, you're, you're a nice one. Uh, Thanks. So, uh, most of <laughs> them... But I know the people. format of this, and I know next yeah. week you'll be like, when I had that <laughs> horrendous actress on that couldn't remember well, the I words never, for anything. I never slag off the uh, previous guest. That's just not something I, <laughs> not something I would do. I'm, I'm too classy for that. Uh, it was good. That was a good emergency question. That just came up by yeah, chance. Yeah, it was good. Um, so, wait, you were in Coronation Street. Your mum was in Coronation Street. Is. Is it still going? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't watch uh, Coronation Street. My grandma used to I watch it. I don't really watch it now. My no. bec- well, my mum doesn't like to watch herself, so I join her in that. It, 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 I did House of Games the other day, uh, Champion of Champions. Uh, and one of the questions was uh, about who plays the, the character Liz McDonald in... And, it, and it, would, it also had to be the name of a market town, her first name. Couldn't, couldn't think who it was. <laughs> and then Do you know what Beverly yeah. means? Uh, no. What the name Beverly means? No. A meadow of beavers. <laughs> Quite an, it's quite an unusual name. It was sure. quite hard to think of someone as a first name that could also be a market town. That's why, that was why I was confused. It was, that was the that was the clue. It's a very um, upsetting show to be on. House of Games. Don't go on it. Is my advice. Um, so yeah, you played a, dr- a drug dealer on. Yeah, because I think I'm quite a natural sort yeah. of drug dealer type. Yeah. You know, only on Coronation Street. Only f- I only did it for nine episodes. Right. Um, I was har- a hard drug dealer, and I had some really scary. Lines I had to say to another character, you don't say a dicky bird. <laughs> I think of all the things to say to terrify someone, <laughs> dicky bird is way up there. I had a sidekick who was, um, who was in uh, the actress who was in uh, this country, oh, Big yes. Mandy. She was my sidekick, and okay. she's in EastEnders now, I think. Do you watch this country? I, yeah. haven't, I haven't seen it. There's a guy a bit like Mackenzie Crook in there, isn't there? Yeah. You've had him on. Mackenzie Crook, I have, yeah. No, the other dude. No, I haven't, no. Yeah, you have. No, I haven't. Charlie never, Cooper. I've never, I haven't. <laughs> oh, that was a different podcast. <laughs> oh. I'm so sorry. I thought I liked you. <laughs> Well, you should have him on. I know who I've had on. I mean, I don't yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I sometimes forget, but I definitely have I genuinely thought you were going to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'd like to have him on if you're listening. He's, because he's, you know, like Mackenzie Crook, isn't he? Yeah. Like a handsome Mackenzie Crook. <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie Crook is really handsome. He is very handsome. I mean, he's a movie star. He's I'm a just, movie star. I'm only jealous. I'm only jealous. Of Me his too. Good lo- he's tall. He's good looking. Me he's too. playing Wurzel Gummidge. I'd like to do that. Thanks for not mentioning my height the whole time. You are very small. I'm not that small. You're tiny. I have been told twice in my life yeah. that I am the smallest person that person has ever seen. Ever seen. <laughs> so the first have they time seen I any children? Because <laughs> they're, oh, yeah. they're, they're not. The first time I was told it, I'd done like a play... Not like. An act- I said I wouldn't say like yeah. a lot. Um, 
an actual play reading, and I bumped into the... It was the guy who wrote it. I bumped into him about two months later at a press night for a play, and I, he, he sort of called me over, and he was like, Rebecca, can I just... And I honestly thought he was going to say, I think you're one of the greatest actors I've ever worked <laughs> with. And he said, can I just say, I think you're the smallest person I've ever seen. <laughs> and I was like, sorry... <laughs> the smallest person you've ever seen. <laughs> and then he was sort of on the back foot and he was like, yeah, the smallest person I've ever seen. I was like, you've never seen a person <laughs> smaller than me. And he was like, no. And then it didn't happen for years. I mean, yeah. I do get comments about being short. I mean, um, there are definitely smaller people. I don't think we can find someone smaller than you in this room. Well, I went somewhere the other day with a load of girlfriends and we went into this tent and we were dancing and there were two women in there that were smaller than me yeah. and my friend looked over at me because obviously all my friends know this story and she was like doing two two there's yeah. two people in here smaller than you yeah. We've, me and my friends have got this thing where I would like to have selfies with people that are smaller than me just so I can tell this man yeah. whose name I can't remember um, that I'm not the smallest person he's ever seen. Well, he still might be the smallest person he's ever seen. He I just don't maybe think doesn't that's look possible. at many people. He doesn't look at many people, maybe. But then I was told it about a month ago by someone yeah. else. Right. And she said, oh, um, we were talking about sort of body image and stuff like that. And she said, oh, yeah, because um, I was saying, oh, I'll see a reflection of myself in a window, uh, you know, when I'm walking down the street. And I'll think, oh, God, I am quite small, actually. And she said, yeah, yeah, because the first time I saw you, I thought you were the smallest person <laughs> I'd ever seen. And then she said, without exception. <laughs> were they talking about seeing you on the borrowers, maybe? That's why no. they'd seen you on the borrowers. Or were you standing in the borrowers set both of these times? <laughs> and they were just confused by the perspective. I mean, they're small, and there's the smallest person you've ever I mean, seen. you're not the smallest person I've ever seen. I no. maybe have lived a, a, a longer Am I the smallest life. person you've ever seen? No, the people in York... They're forever having dwarf little... They get dwarfs in the sound centre and make them dance around. They're awful people. <laughs> so they're, they're looking at you going, well, she's not small. It'd be no fun to watch her dance and fight other small people. I mean, that might be fun. It would be quite good fun. I'd like to see you fight a dwarf. Me? Yeah. Because you'd be like a giant, wouldn't you? You'd be like a... You'd feel see, you'd I am feel the amazing. most giant person. And also, you'd never seen. work again due to uh, disability... Uh, Phobia. <coughs> just trying some stuff out. Just It'll be fine. I'm just stuff. trying some. Just trying to go with some stuff. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll without exception. Good. Smallest person without exception. Without exception. You tell me you did uh, impressions as well backstage. Is that true? No, I was just saying if if it dried up, I could do yeah. some vocal. Oh well, it hasn't dried up. But you didn't know who Erica Badu is, so I don't know who Erica Badu is. Do you know who Erica Badu is? From the Jungle Book. What? <laughs> it's called something like that, isn't it? Some... <laughs> Mowgli. No, one of the bears is called what's it? Baloo. Baloo. Oh. Yeah. Right. From yeah. the live action. Erica the... Baloo. <laughs> Erica Baloo. <laughs> That's what I'd call her if I knew who she was. <laughs> I'm going to get her on as a guest next She's week. She's a singer. Not interested. Okay, I can do Maloco. Do Erica Baloo and see if I know who she see who she is from from your singing. Do you think I'll get a contract out of this? Yeah, yeah. If you don't know who she is, it doesn't matter, does it? No, it does, because I might recognise her. If you don't want to get down with me, you don't want to get with my apple tree. Nothing like <laughs> Bare necessity is a simple <laughs> bare necessity. I can, let me try it, as okay. Erica Badu. 
Look for the bad necessities. The sample bad necessities. I don't know who that yeah. is. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I can do impressions of people no one's ever heard of. It's easy. <laughs> Here's my maths teacher, Mr. Murray. Hello, everyone. Who else do you do? Maloko. Maloko, who's that? You don't know who Maloko uh, is? I don't, know, I don't know what they sound like. Go on, give it to Bring it back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, bring it back. Oh, that's Eric Abadou. Hold on. <laughs> when you are ready. Ah, that's Eric Abadou as well. I can't do anything but Eric Abadou oh, now. That's good. Tori Amos. I can do Tori Amos. Okay. Don't know what she sounds like. <laughs> Go on. Ever was a cornflake girl. That sounds like Tori Amos as well. No, Eric Abadou. Thought there was a good solution, hiding with the raisin girls. This is not really, this is not really happening. You bet your life it is. <laughs> or is that Kate Bush? Hooray. Beautiful. Yeah. I didn't know you could sing. Have you sung in things before? No. I did Aladdin when I was 18 at Ca- in Catford Okay. with um, Jeremy Beadle. Jeremy Beadle. How was that? Was he nice? Was he one of the nice ones? I don't really remember. Ah, probably he blanked it out. So we can talk about him now. <laughs> we can talk about him now. He's no longer with us. He seemed okay out of all of the, you know, the 70s and 80s guys. I don't, I don't think I had a conversation with him. Oh. I was too busy preparing. Okay. <laughs> what was that? Because we all thought we were going to get something else. No. Too busy what? Who else was in that pantomime? I love pantomime. Oh, um, the guy, uh, one of the singers... From Yorkshire. Oh, here we go. Yeah. It's a mop. It's a cupboard. Uh, <laughs> the singers, the the singers that don't sing with mu- instruments. The King singers. Acapella. Acapella. Brian Hibbard. Oh, from. Uh, boom, 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 boom. Yes. Flying pickets. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was in it. He was Abanaza. Or was Jeremy Beadle? No, Jeremy Beadle was the genie. Was he? And surely not. You get Brian Hibbard being the genie. He's got the facial hair already. No, he was Abanaza. Well, uh, did he get that just because of his sideburns? Probably. Because you can just stick sideburns on anyone. Yeah, true. They're very, they don't think, they don't think hard. You're from Pudsey? Yeah. Yes, Pudsey! Which I was going to make jokes about Pudsey, you know, Pudsey. Pudsey. But that's why it's called Pudsey. What? The Pudsey's called Pudsey because of Pudsey. You know, Pudsey. The most one-eyed Pudsy, bear I've ever seen. Pudsey's not called Pudsey because of Pudsey Bear. Pudsey Pud- Bear is called Pudsey because of Pudsey. That's what I mean. But I was going to ta- make jokes about Pudsey, ah. the bear, and it's, it's called, named after Pudsey because the person who invented Pudsey was the daughter of the mayor of Pudsey. I'm actually from Morley. Okay. Hey! hey! I've done all my Pudsey facts. That's no good for me. What's, uh, what's Morley like? Nice. Was well, Ken Morley named after Morley? I've worked with Ken Morley. Yeah, I'm sure you have. <laughs> Did he name Morley after him or was Morley named after him? Morley was named after him. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, what does that say? Do oh, in, me- in Meaning of Life, Pudsey, I want to just share this with you. Pudsey, in The Meaning of Lift, you know that book, The Meaning of Lift, which it was Douglas Adams and John Lloyd would give definitions based on uh, they would, the names of obscure places in the UK. Pudsey. Pudsey is the curious-shaped flat wads of dough left on the kitchen table after someone has been cutting scones out of it. Do you say scones or scones? Scone. Yeah. Do you, do you all say scone? Scone. Yeah. There's some posh... Well, it's York, so there's going to be some posh people here going scone, isn't it? Do but you, scone is right is for Yorkshire. Is it jam or cream? First. 
I put I was I put the cream on first. Yeah. It's like butter. It's the butter, and then you put the cream on the like butter. And do you make two scones at one scone, or do you put the two scones together to make a scone sandwich? Do you cut a scone in half and put cream and jam on both, both halves and eat them separately? Or yes. do you put them together to make one no, giant no, 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 scone? No, 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 no. I couldn't fit that yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, a very small <laughs> mouth without exception. You're not that small. I'm not that small. I was disappointed. I thought you'd be really... I've been reading all this stuff about how small you were. It says I'm five foot three on IMDb. Yeah, that's tall. I wonder who put that there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm smaller than I thought I was. So, you know, I, I have sympathy. I'm two, I'm two centimetres short than I thought How I did you find out that you were? My, my personal trainer measured me. <laughs> <laughs> Why? So she could work out my, you know, how fat I was. Turns out I'm quite fat. I was quite pleased. That, I mean, you know, I'd, be, I'd said if you'd met me six months ago, this would be a. Where did she measure you? Like on um, your wall, like you do with kids. <laughs> <laughs> and next to a wall, and then uh, a little she had a line, tape, and she then. She had a tape. Tape measure. She measured all round, every bit, everything, the lot. You've got really? to see. You've got to see. Got to see what changes over the time. Uh, wow. Didn't know personal trainers. I don't think generally personal trainers do that. Yeah. Just yours. If she wants to fill me up, it's fine. There was that guy who used to go around uh, pretending to be a bra salesman so he could measure women, and then women, he would measure women's chests. That was his... I think he turned out to be a serial killer. Let's move on. So, um... <laughs> do you think my personal trainer's going to murder me? This is the first... Probably. First step in working out how high I am. And what For a grave? Yeah. My, uh... <laughs> Sorry, was that a bit... <laughs> <laughs> good, man. I mean, there's a good chance I'll die in her little... Hot room she puts me in, like a little sauna we work out in. It's the countryside, it's nice. She lives like three doors away from me. It's really? Yeah. Is she an actual personal trainer? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just knocked on the door and said, will you measure me? And <laughs> how, what can I do to be thinner? I said, oh, I don't know, pull the Die step, in step this, on grave. this thing. Could be it. Um, let's talk about some other things. Well, you've been right. Look, we're nearly going to have to stop. That's how crazily qu- qu- this has gone so fast. I feel um, like we haven't talked about the things that... What, what do you I want wanted to talk, to talk about. What, talk, what do you want to talk about? You can, you can dictate. No, me. no, go on. You can talk about anything. The impressions were good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. you, you've been right. You're doing, you're doing some writing. You've been writing this sitcom about uh, child actors becoming adult actors. I wouldn't say it was a sitcom. Oh, look, uh, I'm sorry to, to presume. It sounded like it was going to be funny. I have this serious drama about... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No, I'm joking myself. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is yeah, a sitcom. Good, okay. It's um, yeah. I, my friend who is also was also a child actor, Kelly Bright. Yeah. We wrote something about 15 years ago about child actors, and um, and then we just sort of lost faith in it really because um, extras came out, which was similar because it was sort of niche about the industry. Yeah. Um, First series of that is really good. Um, it wasn't as good as extras. I'm saying okay. it, I'm not. Comparing myself to Ricky Gervais yeah. in any way. Okay. Um, but then, so we've sort of gone... Because I've been writing recently, because I won a competition... A, well, I came, like, top five in a competition, writing competition. It was competition. to get on this podcast, <laughs> wasn't it? You know, like, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, I do feel good. like that's why I'm here. <laughs> I felt like that about Detectress as well. In fact, everything <laughs> I do, I feel like it's because I won a competition. No, you won a, v- a proper drama, like, playwright competition. Yeah. 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 So um, because of that, it was announced to the press, and then I was sort of... Uh, then people read your stuff yeah. when 
you know, you're a new emerging writer or whatever. And so we decided to go back on it and, you know, look over it again. But it's funny because all the, all the dialogue is all from 15 years ago is about how old we are. Old, 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 <laughs> ageing actors. And I was only 30 then. Yeah. So, anyway... So that's the terrible thing about... I keep on doing a show every 10 years where I talk about how old I am, and every time you do one, you go, oh, I wasn't that old no. 10 years ago. No, Which also, when I was 30, I looked about 18 as yeah. well. So well, you, you look about... I would say you look 41 now, <laughs> so, you know, that's three, three years. You're a very youthful-looking person. Is that because I'm the smallest person you've ever seen? No. You're one of... You know, I, would, I wouldn't even put you in the group of the most small people I've, I've seen really you small said i people. looked early 30s backstage yeah. are you sticking with that <laughs> no i'm not in front of the audience <laughs> not when there's not i can take the piss out of you but that's obviously off stage that's the real me right so what are you going to say me. now 45 45 yeah now Thanks. now i've got some proper light on you i can see <laughs> How old do you say? I, I mean, I look very young. I, I don't say, think you look 52. I would say I look about 30, 35. <laughs> sure, sure. 18, 18. I could probably I play, reckon 46 I could you look. That's not bad. I'll take it. <sighs> Is that a bit old? No. No, I, I honestly don't care. I, I also, like, I've just got to a point now where I sort of don't, none of it makes sense. I don't feel like I'm in my 50s, and I'm not going to act like I'm in my 50s, so it doesn't really matter, does it? No, it, nothing changes. So, like, when you, I think when you... Like, I remember being, like, 25 and thinking, oh, my God, you know, because we would... We'd be going playing universities at 25 or going to nightclubs at you're 25, going, oh, I'm so old, everyone's 22. Go, Fucking hell, what an idiot. What a waste <laughs> of time. But now, you just sort of think, well, I'm so old now, it's all better off, isn't it? Just yeah, enjoy but it doesn't fit, like... It's it. just the day before that you're young, isn't it? Yeah. And then you're old, and that's it. Yeah, and you can tell those young people, <laughs> enjoy your life, but they won't listen. Okay, so you think <laughs> it's going to last forever, but it is talking to you. She's uh, like, it is going to last forever. Yeah, it isn't. Be all over, and then suddenly... Suddenly you're just old, and you've got early menopause, and you're the <laughs> smallest person yeah. that anyone has ever seen. <laughs> and you're two centimetres short than you thought you were. So just enjoy being you now. <laughs> Good. At least someone's going home happy. <laughs> um, good. You've been on Casualty twice. Do you remember your two roles of Casualty? Yeah. Go on, what are they? Uh, Character names? No. Okay. What, what, what happened? The first one, I, th I can't remember. The second one, my baby died. Twin babies, one of them died. Oh, one's all right. That's not so bad, is it? You were run over by an ambulance in the other one. Oh, was I? Mm. Was I actually? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did children's ward and I went into a coma in the first episode <laughs> and wo woke up in the last episode. <laughs> Bruno Brooks woke me up. Do you know who Bruno Brooks I is? I do know who Bruno Brooks is. Yeah. That's, that's the worst nightmare of a family's <laughs> child being woken by a Radio 1 DJ. I think Bruno's one of the good ones. <laughs> but... I'm not making any assertions just in case. <laughs> you never know what's going to come out, do you, in the future? That's Kay Mella wrote uh, Children's Wards. Yeah, she did. And then you worked with Kay Mella also on Band of Gold? Yeah, Series 2. What did you, who did you play on? Uh, I played Band Tula, the 16-year-old drug trafficking prostitute. Wow, oh, sex worker. using all your skills there. <laughs> the drug work. Well, she's an amazing woman. Did you get to meet... Did you get My to character? Or no, I mean Kay Mella. Oh, right, yeah. I don't really know about the... I mean, this sounds all right. Uh, but 
Uh, did you get to work with her, or was it was she as the writer not in the process? I didn't really see that much of her, no. no. But she is an amazing woman. I yeah. thought her episode was great. Yes, she was. She's very, you know. I, I was intimidated. Yeah. So not I couldn't be. I couldn't be rude. So when I when I'm not rude, then you know, it turns out it's quite a good podcast. Oh, but, you intimidated that? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I've been. We. I've not met you before, but we have communicated on the Twitter platform. So it's very nice to see you in the flesh. Thanks. Be able to ask you rude questions. It's nice. I've left Twitter now. I know. Why did you leave Twitter? Because of those two comments. Is it really? <laughs> well, if it gets you, you should leave. You know, it, it's there, it, I get so much good and bad that you just don't, you can't take any of it seriously. No, it wasn't because of those two no. comments. I just like I just thought felt like every time I logged on, I felt a bit sad. It is. It's becoming that way. I think if you if you allow it to as well. Yeah. It's, it's you know it is it's sort of endemic of way the way the world is becoming, isn't it? Can yeah. You? It's Some guy did have a go at me as well, but that, that's not why. But I just was like, I think I'm sort of done. It's been 10 years as well. Yeah, yeah. And I was starting to get to a point where I was like, everything I was doing, I was like, what will I say about this on Twitter afterwards? What words will I use about this film? I've used beautiful. I've used, <laughs> you know, a different adjective. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to use something different to appear really intelligent. Yeah. So that's quite a lot of pressure. It is. I, I don't know if I could give it up. I'm on it, I would say... Seven hours a day. Really? I mean, not a lot. I think we, there's, a, there's, a, there's a podcast or a radio show where they get people to give up social media for a week. I think I would struggle. I thought I would miss it, yeah. but I really haven't. Although, having said that, I reckon by the time this goes out, I'll be back on. <laughs> <laughs> people, they always come back. Everyone always comes back. Oh, my, oh, we, 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 I reckon we could do five minutes because we went up five minutes late. But that's going to be my guess. We've got five more minutes. Okay. I've got to ask you. Some, I'll ask you. I think you're probably the kind of person who this will answer in the affirmative to this. Have you ever seen a ghost? Yeah. Yeah. All actors have seen ghosts because they're all mental. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is about ghosts, right, yeah. is that if you say now here, no, I haven't, tonight the ghost will be cross with me. Yeah. So, I don't want to do that. Okay. Because that's scary. So, do you have a ghost in your house? No, I've seen. Do you have a ghost follows you around? <laughs> your no. own personal ghost? No, but I used to see my grandma. My grandma had um, a sort of ghost, and I used to see her ghost, but also I worked. When you say your grandma had a ghost, I, I just <laughs> want to be clear. It was, a, was it a ghost of your grandma or your grandma had a ghost? No, it was like a sort of spirit okay. guide type thing. Okay, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's the, that's that we used to talk about. But uh, yeah, I, I used to see a lot of ghosts when I was a kid. Yeah. Like in the City Varieties, I used yeah, to see a lot of ghosts. Yeah, down there. Yeah, there's loads of ghosts there. Ricky Wilson's dad used to work at the City Varieties. Really? Yeah, it's ter- and I met Ricky Wilson and it was terrifying. So I, <laughs> I can't believe that's true. Uh, yeah, I was so visited by a ghost when I was doing Detectorist. Were you? Yeah. Okay. So I was in my hotel room, and there was, at 2 o'clock in the morning, there's someone here that can attest to this as well. Okay. 2 o'clock in the morning, was a bang, 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 Is it the ghost? Because <laughs> that would really, I mean, that would really probably quell any doubts I it have. Would, if you go, there's it? someone here, and here it is, the ghost. <laughs> Hi, Rich, I am real. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry I took the piss all the time. No, it's fair enough. It seems unlikely. See, that but you're I'm, a bit I scared guess. of ghosts now. Yeah, I'm terrified to go. So go on, sorry. So there was a big bang. Yeah. And then it, but it was a really brutal, savage, ghost-like bang, not like a gentle person bang. Yeah. 
there's a difference. And we were like, oh, there's a... Uh, I was with my boyfriend. We were like, oh, what was that? Let's go back to sleep. Then it happened again. Then it happened again, and it was more brutal time three. Yeah. So my boyfriend ran to the door, looked through the... Peephole, yeah. Spy hole. Yeah, spy hole, peephole. And you could see right down the corridor, Yeah. nobody there. Next morning, I tell the cleaner, and she said, oh, yeah, there's a ghost in that room. <laughs> and she, and it was quite, it's quite famous, apparently. There's a ghost. She said she'd been moving a tray, and she turned, and she'd seen a ghost. Was it a top hat or something like a top hat? Um, and she'd seen it. Yeah. And Your boyfriend looks like he isn't mental, so... <laughs> She did say that. It wasn't a top hat. It was like a sort of... Oh, here we go. Like, um, you know, one of those hats that peaks at the top. Like a clown's hat? No. <laughs> like um, like a, a religious hat. peaking hat. Okay, a peaking hat. <laughs> We're back to my language. No, a priest. A, a priest. priest hat. Oh, yeah, okay. Black, though. Yes. Oh, they love it when they get to just describe... Just define what a thing is, don't they, in your... And a cloak, he had a yeah. long black cloak yeah. near the tray as she was taking it out. And she said, uh, yeah. And then she said that there'd been a massive tragedy there, didn't she? So Maybe they should have told that before you checked into the yeah. room. Oh, yeah, there's a ghost <laughs> in that room. Sorry, you should have told you if you were expecting to sleep. Yeah. But we yeah. Didn't, I didn't see it, but no. we heard it. Yeah. But if he could come in, I don't know why he didn't just come in. I think ghosts like the fear that you Yeah, they like, mess- they like dicking them. around, don't you? Yeah. Fuckers. Maybe it was a ghost of a vampire and you have to invite vampires in before they can come in. Right. Don't yeah. invite them in, that's my... Okay. Don't invite vampires in. We'll do one more emergency question. Sorry, I haven't got... There was loads more to talk to you about. It's just flown by with all the stationary cupboard stuff. <laughs> you know. Sorry. I mean, in a way... No, I, in a way, that was better than what I had to ask. So uh, it's fine. It's better than what I had to answer as well. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure that it's been, it's been a delight... Thanks. I know you put yourself down. I'm not going to have it. You're a very, very fine and very funny actor. I was just worried because everyone is so funny on this. You're very, you've been very... They've had the time of their life, these people in York. <laughs> that guy they're, left. They're, that York, they're blunt Yorkshire folk. That they guy didn't come back, did he? He, he didn't, didn't come back, did he? No. See? He was, like, offended by Probably me. He pooed himself. <laughs> he, might have had a, he might have had an ice lolly up his bum, thinking that'll keep me cool during the thing. And then, oh, there's a f- drawback. A literal drawback. He was so happy when he went out. Somebody just said it was be- was it because of my Erica Badu. Is that what you said? Was it around that time? It wasn't. It was ages before then. Was it? <laughs> Don't try and fuck her up. She's very paranoid. She's very... You're extremely... The reason I have you on, because I think you're a Brit. I've always loved you as an actor. I, if I'd met you when I was single, I would absolutely have tried to get off with you. I can guarantee you that. At 100%. You know my boyfriend's from Scarborough. He's not going to have that. <laughs> But not now, because I respect your love more. No, I'm my, wa- I'm, oh, my and wife. And your wife. My, my wife. <laughs> I respect yeah. her. Uh, okay. One more emergency. I've got one more. I'll, I'll ask you. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, would would you rather have a tit that dispenses talcum powder? I knew it. Or a finger that can travel through time? Once we've answered that question, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Um, nobody ever says talcum powder, do they? You know, Finger, tonight it obviously. might be useful though, wouldn't it? Because it's quite sweaty in here. If we had a bit of talcum powder, <laughs> can we do this? Yeah. Um, I mean, menopausally, then yeah. I would answer that, but okay. it's the finger. Always what would you do with your What would you do with your finger through? It's a tiny hole. I don't know if you remember. You can only do. You can affect 
the future or the past. I worry about the fi- finger getting back. I've always well, worried about back. the it finger It would go in back. and just take it. It would just be a time, a hole in time. You'd reach through. But then would flick. it be able to come back to you? Yeah, yeah, it would be still attached to you. You'd just be your finger would be at. You would feel your finger. It's not like your finger's going off and just falling off and your being chopped off. Your finger's off. It's no, it's not there. With it's you. still attached to you. You're here, and that the finger. You go with the finger, no, but the you're invisible. The fingers. There's, there's a portal here, and then the uh, and then the finger's gone travelling time. You're still here, but you can still feel the finger. You can't feel the finger if you it's can. gone that far off. You can. You can move. Do that. Yeah, but that's because you're here with the finger. But if that finger was in the, the past, if the finger is in 1746, <laughs> yeah. you won't be able to I feel would, it. I can still control it. I can't show you without. You the are powerful. I, I can't show you. You have to be able to imagine it. What would you do with your finger? Your finger isn't. If it just stopped, it would just fall off, and there'd be a finger on the floor. People would go, "Where are all these fingers coming from?" And then it's the finger stuck in the past or the future, whichever it is. And then, you know, you could wait and then you could pick it up and go, there's my bony bit of finger there. <laughs> stick that back onto my hand. That's not a question, is it? No. What would you do with your finger if you could travel through time? It's the last thing you're going to say on this podcast, so make it good. I would go back yeah. to when that man walked out and ask him, ask him why he was walking out. You can't ask out. him, it's your finger. Your we, finger could, I'm an actor, you could, you could, so you could I act can that. do it with physical c- kind of... You could of hang a little note off saying, why did you go to the... T- <laughs> no, I would devise a piece with my finger okay. that he would know okay. what I was saying. I reckon that might be the reason he walked out. Because <laughs> I'm pretentious. Because of that, he came home, didn't come here to see a finger play. <laughs> I came here to hear the talcum... Ironically, to hear the talcum powder time-travelling finger question, and he didn't wait, and, and he, he didn't, didn't get to hear it. And if he'd waited, he would have heard that that was the whole reason that that happened. Do you think he thought that I was Beverly Callard and <laughs> then was disappointed? <laughs> I don't think so, because you're the best of the Callards for my, for my money. And I love Beverly Callard so much I couldn't remember her name. What does Beverly mean? It means uh, from a field full of beaver. Meadow. Same deal. Same difference, isn't it? Um, it's been absolutely charming to meet you. Thank you so much. Good luck with all your writing. And I'm Thank sure you. you're going to be acting in lots more stuff as well. Got some stuff coming you up. Got some yeah. stuff coming up. Look out. Uh, it's been lovely to meet you. Ladies and gentlemen, give a massive round of applause for Rebecca Callard. Thank you. Please give some money to Scope on your way out. And uh, if you want anything signed, I'll be in, the, uh, in there shortly. I'll see you in a second. Thank you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. RichardHerring.com slash ballback slash tour or RichardHerring.com slash gigs for all of the information on the tour. GoFasterStripe.com for lots of downloads and books and lots of fun. Thanks for listening. Go and listen to another one. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the tour. I love you all. I'm out. <laughs>